When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What advice would you give to a new couple who's just moved in together? 651-641-1071. Why are we asking the question? That question came up uh, over the weekend when we were hanging out with friends. There's a new couple and uh, they just recently moved in together. They've been together a year and they moved in together. And uh, we were asking asking them questions about like who does what, who does this around the house, who does that around the house. And I just think like for those of us who have been in relationships for any length of time, you look at a a newly minted relationship Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, hmm. Just I, would li- I would like to save you some time mm-hmm. and let you know this is how this is going to go. Because right now they're like, oh, we do this. and Oh, we mm-hmm. do that. And oh, we're not going to do this. And oh, we're not going to do that. And you're saying to yourself, well, OK, so you might want to throw some of that out the window mm-hmm. because time will tell. And uh, anybody, again, who's been in a relationship for a hot second, more than five years, mm-hmm. probably will tell you that. The way you start things doesn't always uh, end up being the way you continue to do things, yes. whether it's around the house, like chores, who's like, for example, Jamie and I, um, when we started dating uh, or when we first moved in together, we would go grocery shopping together and then we would fight from the moment I got the cart until we checked out and then we were like. This is just horrible. We can't be together because we're fighting at the grocery store. <laughs> and then somebody who was a little wiser said, well, maybe just one of you go to the grocery store. Yeah. And we were like, oh, Whoa, that is that. brilliant. A solution. And so now I do all the grocery shopping. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's that kind of advice that you want to give people that are just starting out. Like, don't get so like you know concerned about those things or like think of other ways to yeah be to open handle the be things, open-minded uh that are frustrating uh 651-641-1071 what advice would you give to a new couple who's just moved in together bobby's on the line let's hear what bobby's advice would be hi bobby bobby, bobby Brown. Hello. Yeah. oh sorry i'm here um so my suggestion is to pull a credit report and talk about it now. Whoa! Oh, that's a good idea. Ooh, that is aggressive. That, oh, la, la, la. Oh, he's so cute. Look, he's so free with his money. Yeah, because he's in debt up to stinking eyeballs. And if you fall in love with him, so will you. Now, does you have a little personal oh. experience with this, hon? Just a little bit. Yeah. 
Now, see, again, wisdom comes from experience. So thanks for sharing. Thank you for that. Finances Bobby. are one of those things like you got to figure out real quick. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the advice you give to the new couple who's just moved in together? And you know what? Not about finances. Um, that was I remember this from um, when we before we got married. Uh, in order to get married in the church, we had to go through a premarital counseling, and you have to take a survey. Like a, it's not a survey. It's like one of those strength assessment tests, and then you and then you sit together and you talk about where you maybe didn't match up on certain things. And one of the things that they told us at that counseling session and um, in some of the group group events we had, they said finances are the biggest mm-hmm. conflict yep. in relationships. Yep. So the sooner you can get on the same page and the sooner you can um, be upfront with each other about finances and figure out how you're going to do that going forward, the better. So to that point, Bradley, and to Bobby's point, finances are a big deal. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. And it doesn't mean that there's a right way or a wrong way. Like in our relationship, we do it a certain way, but that doesn't mean that that way is the way for everybody. And so telling people like, well, you should do this or you should do that isn't as important as um, maybe you should talk about it. Mm-hmm. Right. So like whatever works for you, because very it was very clear to us as we were listening to them describe some financial stuff that they were speaking out of the sides of their mouth where it was like, Oh, okay. So you guys have some things mm-hmm. and you might want to just talk about them head on because, You're gonna address that. because they're only going to get worse. Yeah. Uh, if you, you know, if you delay Holly, are you listening? Yes, she is. Of course I'm listening. You've been in a long-term relationship. What advice would you give a, a new couple? Just moving in together. Just moving in together. Have your own spaces for some of your stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah. Assign yeah. spaces, maybe some drawers that are your own, maybe parts of the cupboard that are your own and that you can do with what you want. Do you have maybe a whole space, house that's your own. Oh, wait, sorry. Okay, that would be amazing <laughs> to have the side by side house thing like great. Helena Bonham Carter and Tim Burton used to have in right? London. Yeah, I do have my own cupboard space. I have a shelf in the bathroom. He has a shelf in the bathroom. You know, so just so, so you mm-hmm. can keep your stuff separate. You can keep your stuff organized. Mm-hmm. Because organization, I think, is a big key to harmony. Yes. When you're Especially if there's one person who's more organized and the other one isn't. Right. But then you also have to kind of let some things go and understand if a person is not neat and organized by nature, mm-hmm. that you just have to allow for a certain amount of chaos because then it's going to turn into nagging and then nagging. Ooh, we all know turns that into goes. resentment right. and resentment turns into toxic. And, it's and also exactly. somebody, uh, a wiser person than I once shared, like the thing that drives you nuts about that person. Why not look at that as like, that's the unique thing that makes the person you really care about Mm -hmm. so like don't see it as like a a barrier to like enjoying that person's company it's just like you know a fact of who they are like will you is it going to ruin you that they like to put their feet up on the furniture do you know what i mean like Right. Like how big of a deal of it. And, you know, and to my, like, I think one of my six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one, if you've got any additional advice for the couple who's just moved in together, um, really, we're going to write these down and send them to Harry and Megan. Um, but exactly, but, um, this is generally my advice in marriage, in relationships, in parenting, in all of the relationships in life. Ready? 
lower your bar. Oh, yeah. Lower your yeah. own personal bar. because but I can't do that because I'm an independent woman. Lower well. your bar. Mm-hmm. And when you think it's as low as it'll go, lower it. <laughs> well, and I, I, I honestly say to people, like, here is my biggest piece of advice. If you, if you don't, um, how can I put this in words? If you don't deal with the crap that you have with the person that you're with, you're just going to deal with different crap with another person. Yeah. So you might as well work on the crap that you have with the person that you're with. Especially if you like them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if because I'm telling you, the number of people that you actually enjoy their company, there are not many of those people out there. It's true. So presuming it's not a deal breaker, mm-hmm. right? Like they're a like serial cheating cheater, on you constantly. Right? Or whatever. Right. Whatever your, whatever your boundaries are, like you're just going to... I mean, and it sounds mildly depressing, like... You might as well just stay with them because it's not going to be much better anywhere else. It's it really is true when you say like everybody's got crap. Yeah. So you might as well just invest some time in figuring this crap out because everybody's otherwise got there's going to be some more crap around the corner that you just yeah. don't even know about. It's going to be new crap, and then you're yeah. going to be real mad. And then you're going to step saying. right in. Yeah, and exactly. Ruin your brand 100%. new shoes, and nobody wants that. Uh, let's let Erica have the last word on this. Hey, Erica, what would be your advice to the new couple who's just moved in together? Hi, guys. I love you guys. Oh, I love you guys so much. Um, Thank you. I love the saying, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Mm -hmm. Be okay with spending Mm -hmm. time away from each other. I love that. I am all about it. Have your own friends. Yes. Yes, you don't need to rely on each other 100% of the time. Yes. Thank you, Erica. That's That's really good advice. Face. Yeah, and like it doesn't mean you can have friends together sure. or you can't do things together with your friends, but you need to have the people that like you go off and do your own thing with yeah. because you need that space. Yes, yeah. or yes. doing things all by yourself. Yes. I have Alone. no problems oh my with my significant other going to concerts by himself. Mm-hmm. I like, leave go town. Have, yes. Bye. Yeah, just have a good time. You're going to want me back. My move is to just take myself to lunch and I will legitimately just be like, I'm going for a solo lunch. Peace out, homies. Bye. And that is enough for me. Uh, but everybody should be able to do that and be comfortable with it, with their relationship. Namaste. Namaste. Now, when we come back, speaking of, you know, we are going to take some of that advice and send it to the royal couple. Um, we're not actually going to do that. But I do have some more, so uh, just a little bit of royal roundup cleanup. Uh, after the royal wedding that I want to share with you uh, when we come back. Specifically, if you are wondering what ways Harry integrated Princess Diana into that day, into their wedding day, there were some things that you may have missed if you weren't paying close enough attention that I will share with you after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, in case you're living under a rock, there was a royal wedding. Last weekend on Saturday morning, Prince Harry married Meghan Markle. And uh, we on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071 were paying attention, uh, as were all of you and all of the hosts on My Talk. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. We do everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we noticed was that Harry got really emotional as. Meghan Markle was walking down the aisle and a lot of people speculated that he was probably being very reflective about the fact that his mom, Princess Diana, his mom, 
wasn't there, and uh, yeah, of course. he regretted you the fact that she didn't that on, exactly. Yeah, yeah, on your wedding day, and um, and a lot of people have said that <laughs> she, Meghan Markle, reminds um, reminds kind of all of us a little bit of Princess Diana, right? They've got they both have um, many humanitarian efforts that they are very invested in, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, Harry, they really did pay close attention to how they integrated Princess Diana in their day. Okay. And I wanted to tell you about a couple of things. So one of them was um, the wedding bouquet. And you actually had said when we were doing the live broadcast, or maybe they had said it on television and you confirmed it, that he had picked... No, I had said that, um, he, yeah, he had picked from the Royal Gardens her bouquet that morning. Yeah, yeah, which was so sweet. So Prince Harry went out into the Royal Garden, uh, and it was, um, it was apparently one of, um, one of Diana's favorite gardens, mm-hmm. and also it was her favorite flower. So you saw forget me nots in the bouquet, and those were all hand-cut by Harry for her bouquet. Okay, so that was one thing, and I think that was kind of commonly known, but here's another little thing that you may not have noticed or, or realized the significance of. So when they released the royal wedding pictures, they were taken in a, a room at Windsor Castle called the Green Drawing Room. Okay. And uh, you you will see in it's those... It's a beautiful room. It is. It's gorgeous. It's also green. Green. Yeah. Um, but you will notice that there is a like a like a settee or a couch um, or a banquette. You know, I don't know what you want to call it, but that um, that they are using in the picture for people to be seated on. And uh-huh. in one of them, for example, Prince Harry is seated on it and they're surrounded by all the page boys and bridesmaids. And um, Meghan Markle is sort of leaning and she's sitting on the ground. Well, that green settee, the reason that that is um, significant and that is a nod to Princess Diana is that that is the couch that was featured in all of the official pictures from Prince Harry's christening. Oh, isn't that kind of beautiful? Yeah, that's adorable. So, um, it's a lovely. There's a lovely picture too of all of them. Yeah, and of the whole family. Um, and then there was another one that I saw earlier today on. Uh, I think it was on the Today Show of just Diana holding him on that green couch. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was such a sweet yeah, kind adorable. of nod, um, a nod to her, uh, and one that you might not have noticed if you if you didn't. If you weren't paying attention, certainly. Uh, And then also after the wedding ceremony, you may have noticed that Megan was wearing an emerald cut aquamarine ring on her right hand. I didn't either because I didn't get that eagle eyed on it. That ring is believed to have been Diana's and it is also believed to have been a gift from Harry to uh, Megan for their wedding day. Which is also like a, such a sweet tradition, yeah. and uh, they also had a floral display in the chapel with an arrangement that had uh, branches of beech, birch, and hornbeam, and there were peonies, foxgloves, and some of other her other favorite flowers that were in her memory, in Diana's memory. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the 
must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Adorable. I just thought it was kind of yeah. a sweet... Uh, thing, just little little tidbits, things to know about how they wove Princess Diana into the wedding. And okay, here's another thing people noticed uh, at the royal wedding and possibly a little bit before. Okay. How do you feel about push presents? I don't even understand what that means. Okay. Like so you push a baby out and you get a present? Pretty much. Right? Yes. That is the... Yes. I mean, hey, look, I'm not going to turn down presents. I'm never getting a push present, so I don't really, you know... I don't care if somebody wants to do it, but it seems like a new thing, right? It is a newer trend, I mm-hmm. think. Probably the past. Like you your know, dad was not giving your mom push presents no. back in the day. No, I was the push present. You know what I mean? Well, like the baby is the push present. Um, but this is sort of a more modern, modern thing. Well, apparently, William, Prince William, has given Kate what people believe to be push presents after each of the babies. Oh, okay. How do we and, know that? Um, because, just because they, they noticed, they've speculated uh, that certain things they saw show up okay. on, on Kate that they, in Hopefully the proximity to the nice. babies. I mean, when you're a princess, you better get a good present. Well, there, there was a report that in 2013, after the birth of Prince George, she received two pieces of jewelry from prince william and they believe that that was the push present well here's the thing so they were the eagle-eyed uh people were noticing on her right hand kate has a new and interesting golden gem on her ring finger mm. it's a gigantic ring it's big it's huge um it's yes so she's got this great big ring on her right hand um and they believe that this was the push present for the most recent baby, um, little Charlotte. Miss Charlotte. Yeah. Exactly. So they think that it probably has the April birthstone and uh, also diamond. Yeah. I mean, it's ginormous. So push present. It's a real thing. Even princesses get them. No. Well, I mean, and if, you if you're need... a princess or a princess, you can just give presents. Exactly. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some crazy, stupid idiots for you. Dumb people doing dumb things. And if you're anywhere near Facebook, we'll do a Facebook live here in the break. Dumb people doing dumb things. We call them a name on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, that name we call them is crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say. That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does, America. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 He's peeing. Wow. That was the phrase yelled out on an airline flight recently. Oh my gosh, I heard about this. Oh, did you my see gosh. the video of the man no. weeing on the airplane? Uh, okay, so I want to tell you about a guy on a Frontier Air uh, line plane thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
apparently, apparently, after, uh, apparently, after uh, a guy ordered a double vodka tonic on the Frontier Airways, his name's Michael Allen Haig. Uh, he decided that he was not going to um he was not going to get up and go to the bathroom. Mm. He was assigned to a middle seat. This did not bother him though, which uh, it frankly would bother me, right? Mm-hmm. There were two women sat on other uh, on either side of him, one by the window, one was already asleep with her head on the tray table, the other was awake in the aisle seat and she was wearing a tank top that apparently Mr. Haig was very interested in. She then goes on to say, after he has his cocktail, that he gets very physically excited. Ooh, ooh. And uh, he was apparently flying to see his old girlfriend. That's what he told her. Like, I'm going to see my girlfriend. I'm really excited. Basically, Lucky lady. Basically, he was a creeper. And um, then he started touching her with his fingers. No, stop. Yeah. Is this true? Seriously? What do you think I'm lying? Well, I don't know. Sometimes you add, you know, embellishments. This no. is not an embellishment. An embellishment in this case would be he touched her with his fingers and went, Hi there, lady. <laughs> uh, no, so they, they moved him to another seat. Well, he was not pleased with this experience. So he took out his wiener and peed. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, He's peeing. Oh, my God. He's Who peeing. Who does that? Somebody yelled. And in fact, he was peeing into the magazine pouch. Into the pouch? Emptying two double vodka tonics and who knows what else into the small gap between the seats. The plane had to land in Charleston Mm-mm. after more than three hours in the air. Uh, two women gave statements to police and he uh, was taken off the plane. Now, thankfully, the women in question were given vouchers from fun- Frontier Airlines. I mean, I hope that this man has been banned from the friendly skies altogether. Like, sir, you're no longer allowed to fly because you don't know how to, you know, act appropriately in an airplane. Yeah. We don't pee. Well, you know, on the seat. You'll remember he's not the first to do it. Anyone? Well, wasn't there a woman that did it because she wasn't they wouldn't let her go to the bathroom? Well, Did there was a woman and a t- Tim Hortons who pooped well, on the floor that's and true. threw it. Yes, but Holly, come on, you know you're the the font of uh, pop culture random knowledge. Who else peed in an airplane? Who peed in an airplane like a celebrity? Yes, celebrity peed in an airplane. Two bits. I'm drawing a blank. I'm sorry, Bradley. Wasn't it Gerard Depardieu who oh, peed on the airplane? Oh, that's right. Oh, sorry, He's, Gerard Depardieu is not top of mind, mm-hmm, Bradley. I'm no. sorry. Nor oh, should he be. Seriously, <laughs> go deep. But remember, wasn't he the one that... I think so. Peed in the... What are you laughing at? I'm on his Facebook page. Gerard, Gerard Depardieu? Depardieu? No! <laughs> the, the airplane peer. Oh, okay. Michael Allen Hag, and that's with two A's. Yeah. I'm telling Hog. you, people are all in uh, on this because he has some things that are not... That are public. Um, for example, the time that he checked in at the Ansonboro Inn in Charleston, South Carolina for a date... And random people, if you're not friends with him, can, can he's got everything open, is what you're saying. Basically, yeah. but specifically, not everything, but certain things. And Whoa. people are taking him to task on his Facebook page. Put that worthless piece of blank in prison where he belongs, sick bleeper bleeper. Yes. Now, I do want to confirm that it was Gerard Depardieu back in 2011 that peed in a plane aisle on an Air France flight. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if you're in the seat in front and 
or next to him or like oh, I mean oh. because you know that there's I'm actually more concerned about anybody who is sitting near him because you know there's when you're doing the that to the, a thing the there's back, splashback well yeah there's splashback but then the people in front he was like whizzing f- from the uh, magazine thing to in between the seats so oh. it was Splashes, yeah, warm splashes. Warm splashes. Warm. What is that? What is? Oh, it's oh, 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 god! Wow, that actually makes me want to just herp. Wow. Also, um, ooh, Gerard Depper do. I love like there are all these make you want to herp. There are all these random posts. Like he did, may the forest be with you. Happy Earth Day, and somebody posted, "If you pee in the forest, and no one witnesses it." They're like, no, everybody's going to all of his posts and leaving. I mean, the guy is maybe not the smartest. Like, you might yeah. want to shut down your Facebook account. Right. Well, I think he probably, you know, didn't have access to it for a period of time, perhaps. But uh, all right. What a guy. What a winner. What do you got? Um, I hope his old girlfriend takes him back because somebody's got to. Uh, I want, let's go to Florida, shall we? Yeah. I want to tell you about 50 year old Jeffrey Sabiel oh, and 32 year old Santa Marie Walters. Santa? Santa Marie Walters. Saint Marie Walters, is that a thing? That's her name. Wow. Santa Marie so Walters. Lucky? I don't know. The two of them had a romantic date at the Walmart. Last week, and um, as they left Walmart, they thought... Wait, they had a date at the Walmart? I don't know if it was a date. I was trying to make it sound sexy. They went to the Walmart together. Oh, okay. Uh, and at the culmination of their Walmart trip, they decided they really enjoyed the motorized shopping carts so much. Oh, well, yeah. Who doesn't? Right? That they would just mm, take it with them. And so you they... steal it? Yeah, they drove the shopping cart. How can they do that? You'd think they'd have some sort of device and also doesn't it go like five miles an hour yeah and also they run out of batteries pretty swiftly uh from what i can imagine anyway they rode it all the way to the bar <laughs> dead how serious how far away was the bar uh i'm glad you asked thank you 0.7 miles away okay so less than a mile that's still a long way to go on a motorized shopping cart yeah, and i but feel like it would have taken them 30 minutes to get there it, well on the shopping on the motorized shopping cart yeah. i mean they could have walked faster than yeah. that thing went depending on how um, drunk they were but uh and then they parked that cart right outside the bar which made it real easy for the cops to figure out oh, where they went uh and they were arrested for theft i mean I, yeah the part that I understand, like the place where I feel like I, if I had to sit down with these people, we'd have this in common is those things. You know, you see them and you think that might be kind of fun to tool around the neighborhood in for a minute. Can I just at, say something, though? I'm going to make a really unpopular opinion. What? Do we really need to arrest these people and waste our time and money on them for doing something stupid? Like, yeah, what mean, if we just not. said, return the dumb thing? Right. Would you please, like, knock, knock, put in head. Bring take this back. back and apologize. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we really need to put them in jail overnight? You know, uh, uh, I would imagine if they had other offenses on their... I mean, they were charged with sheet. grand theft. Yeah, that that's a lot. seems like a big deal. Yeah. I'm just saying, I know see, people are going to say, like, that I'm somehow, you know allowing criminals to run free but i just feel like well they're not running 
Yeah. Ride to free. Zoom free on their larks. <laughs> They're just riding free. Anywho. Maybe it's just because I want to ride one. Okay, sorry about that, you mm-hmm. But that but that's what I mean though. Is that like if I were if you and I were to sit down with these people, we would be able to talk at great length about how much we've always wanted to ride yeah. a cart like that. I mean, who doesn't want to? To a nearby location. Okay. Quickly, for mm-hmm. the last story, this is the weirdest story I've read in quite a while, and we have to go to Fort Weirder Myers. Weirder than the guy peeing? Yeah. Okay. Well, because that's just, you knew somebody was going to pee on an airplane, Gerard Depardieu. Mm-hmm. But we need to go to Fort Myers, where the following story is confusing to me. But a woman was arrested that is a clerk uh, at a Circle K, <sighs> um, was selling scratch-off tickets that were already scratched off. Uh, she was pre-scratching lotto tickets, keeping the winners, and selling the losers. Okay. Uh, who are the crazy, stupid idiots here? What do you mean? The people who are buying the already well, the pre-scratched think about tickets? It. You, think about it. You're like, you don't notice until you get into your car and drive away and maybe you get to work and you're oh, like, wait sure. a minute. Investigators say that when Wendy Clinker was pre-scratching lotto tickets, keeping the winners and selling the losers. This was at a Circle K on Metro Parkway. Apparently, a customer noticed that his Gold Rush doubler ticket had small scratches on it when uh, in February. That led agents to the store where they found 83 tickets with micro-scratches ready to be sold to unsuspecting customers. So she was just like really carefully like, Uh screech, Uh screech. To see if she saw the winning indication. Yeah. She's still out on bond, uh, but she was arrested. And Circle K has not made any statements about things being strange. Uh, at the Circle, at K. The Circle really? K. Really? Nothing afoot there? Nothing. Nothing, nothing not changed afoot. What did she, I mean, I, what I want to know is how many did she turn in for actual money? That's Because if she was keeping the winners, I mean, you'd think that she'd have to. Well, presumably they could t- uh, take it away from her. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 All right. When we come back, we uh, every day on the Colleen and Bradley show, we ask a this or that question on the My Talk 1071 Facebook page. Uh, it's just a thing we do. We mm. ask you to answer it and then we judge you for your answers. That's what uh, we do. That's what we do. What was the question we asked today, Bradley? Goth or Elmo? No, wait. Mm. Goth or Emo? Correct. That is the question on the MyTalk 1071 Facebook page. We asked it. You may be answered. We will read through your answers when we come back and judge you accordingly. And we'll check in with our friend Donnie on MyTalk 1071. The question is goth or emo? On the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer, and uh, it is our daily snap judgment. We head on over to the Facebook page, the MyTalk1071 Facebook page, and we read through your answers. Bradley, did we have any answers today? Did people answer the question? Oh, Do I you don't know? have it up in front of me. Okay, just one moment. I'm still scrolling, and it's loading and loading and loading. Uh, and it appears as though, oh, 27 people decided to weigh in. Losers! So, Sammy said... How dare you not answer our question? Sammy said, Gothic. Was and still consider myself as such. Well, goth and gothic seem like they could be two different things. But I digress. 
Stephanie said, goths and emos were such a vibrant part of my adolescence. Don't make me choose. Isn't emo a later addition to the pantheon of awkward uh, teenage subcultures? I feel like there was like a little crossover, but yes. Emo happened goths, after goth. Yeah, because I feel like emo, I was that was like the early 2000s, right? Yes. Whereas goth, I feel like, was well into the 90s. Well, and I feel like goth was also in the 80s. Remember bands like Susie Sue mm-hmm. yeah. and The Cure? They were considered goth. True. Then we got Marilyn Manson goth. Uh-huh. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, yeah, which and then was I don't just know what like happened Disney after goth. that. Um, yeah, and I don't know that what the deal is. Uh, let's see. Do I you- liked all the black robes and things and the dark makeup and stuff, but like the weird like pain things, I'm not I'm not into You're that. not down with yeah. that. GJ said, no idea why, do, why you would want to pretend to be somebody else. It's just playing dress up for people that should be too old for that. That being said, if I had to choose, I would say goth. I know a 60-year-old goth and she's just cool. Like, she's still legit a goth? I mean, I don't know that I've, like, ever seen an old goth. Yeah. That's true. Right? Maybe what does that old, look like? I want to know. Where do old goths go to die? It's so true. I just would love to see what Somewhere that looks like. Somewhere in the like. dark, presumably. That's why we haven't seen them, because they're under a rock. Uh, let's see. Michael said goth. Emo is just trying too hard to be a thing. Emo. So clarify what emo is, because I know what goth is. I mean, at least I know I could spot a goth. I feel like emo has like wispy dark hair yep. and is like emo looks and maybe some sort of a lip piercing. Skinny jeans. Yep. Emo is short for emotional. Yeah. Um. And so like you think about like that emo the Phillips. overly yeah like no no <laughs> you you think about that overly affected youth that just sort of is like really feeling things. Oh yeah. Oh, really wants to feel bad about life. They listen to My Chemical Romance yeah. and Dashboard Convention. A style of rock music yeah. or an admirer of emo music. Uh, that resembles punk, but has more complex arrangements and lyrics that deal with emotional subjects. Mm-hmm. The red jumpsuit apparatus. Mm-hmm. These are all words. I've actually seen two of the three uh, bands you just named. Wow. Yeah, the, Colleen, like, you. I feel like you have sh- emo tendencies. Like, I like emo music. Down inside. I hate calling it emo, but I like the music. Emo is apparently, an act, it's actually 90s. So emo, at least according to Wikipedia, is short for emotional hardcore. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. Hey, look who's here. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh, hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Hi, Donnie. I'm just kind of stupid. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, well, because right. when you said okay. emo, I thought it were people emo that, yeah, that went around dressing like emo Phillips and talking like and this talking all the like time. This. And I we went had him on the show once. to mm-hmm. a store the other day. Not that was a good emo Phillips. Thank you oh, so much. Really good. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Did he talk that. like that off the air? Yeah. Well, he talked like that with us. I mean, I remember him talking like that on the Hi, air. Colleen and Bradley. I'm also trying to remember that about Gilbert Gottfried. Do you yes. remember that? No, he, he sounds exactly the same. Yeah. He would be like, hey, guys, what are we doing? I can't believe you're making me do this. Why did he shout it all the time? Goth, by the way, Goth. is a member of a Germanic people that invaded the Roman Empire. Oh, the Visigoths. Uh, yes. It's also a style of rock music derived from punk, typically apocalyptic or mystical lyrics. Ooh. Yes. Hmm. So, what would be a goth band, Holly? A goth band? Yeah, I thought, like Marilyn, Marilyn, Marilyn Manson. Manson. Okay, good. That helps. So, uh, in answer to that <laughs> the question, cure? then is the Cure considered goth? Yeah, Robert no. Smith, man, he's All totally right. OG goth. Bauhaus. Yeah. The Cure. Bauhaus. Joy Division. Joy Division. Oh man. Oh, all right. Okay. Donnie. Yeah. What? Goth or emo? <sighs> Well, now that I can't be emo Phillips, it's not nearly as much fun. I'm going to go I'm with sorry. I'm going to go with goth because I'd like to. I've been a visit goth, you know, raping and pillaging. Oh, oh Donnie! Oh, hashtag Me Whoa. Too. Whoa! <laughs> it's a joke. My gosh, that's what the Visigoths did hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. All right, just pillaging. Okay. I'm just going to walk okay. away from that. And we are going to leave that Holly. alone before we make fun of making fun of making Holly, fun. Holly, uh, goth or emo? Goth. They have better music. Yeah. I would agree. Is that I mean, YouTube, the Cure, for sure. Goth. Yeah. Because emo just feels like, I don't know, disaffected youth who... It can be kind of annoying because you're like... A little too primpy. A little too hot topic-ish. Yeah. And you're a little bit like, you don't even know. And I just want to wear like long that black you're really gonna gowns. feel someday. You know, I want to look like I come from, like I live on the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And who doesn't want to jam out to songs like Bella Lugosi's Dead? Mm-hmm. Did you get that for us real quick? Oh, yeah. Make sure there's no swearies in there. Yeah, you got to be careful. I'm going to choose da, 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 I'm going to choose goth because I feel like there's more possibilities with goth. Emo just feels like kind of plain and mopey, but there are makeup possibilities and fashion possibilities yeah. with goth. I will there are tell white you this. goths and black goths, if I remember my goth subculture correctly. Oh. I don't remember. There are like, um, yeah, there were goths who wore all white. Oh, yeah. And goths who wore all black. Oh. Um, I will say that when the grunge movement was happening, I wanted to embrace grunge so badly. And it just didn't look right on me. Did you just tie a flannel shirt around your waist? I mean, I did that as about as far as I could get. But I always wanted to do like the choker and the spaghetti strap cotton contempo casuals and then the knee highs. But I can't Mm -hmm. do knee highs. They're hard to pull off. White goth is the perfect look for a sweltering summer. (laughs) I'm reading from white goth from the gothpedia. All variations of goth. White goth. You need a parasol. Yeah. Cover your face. Oh, yeah, okay. so you don't get burned. If we tan. ever do another rock band, you three could do goth. No, or we could do something else. Oh, I mean, there's yeah. always there's, there's lots so of, many right, options, right. lots of different so many, subgenres. So many genres oh, okay. that we mind. really could. Oh, no. um, yeah, items and lace. I'm, this is just a whole thing. Okay, is there anything else in there that you'd like to share with us, Bradley? No, I'm just I'm reading. There's so much. 
Are you going to okay. come to is work it, dressed as a goth tomorrow? You never know. I, I in your summer white research paper that we can look forward to? Yeah, for okay. sure. Since the All late right. 70s, the UK goth scene refused traditional standards of sexual propriety. And they often celebrated unusual, bizarre, or deviant sex practices. Fun. Mm. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for that. All right. When we- <laughs> Lori and Julie are coming up next. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you Bye. for listening to us today on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. To infinity and beyond. Entertainment.